0: The home of Punchy Panda on Twitter. Keep Good Keef. K-E-E-P underscore G-U-D underscore K-E-E-F-E. Punchy Panda. Punch up. Welcome to the Punchy Panda Podcast. Keep Good Keef. Punchy Panda on Twitter. Hit me up. You know what it is can jump right in UFC London Jorge Masvidal Darren Till and as far as the main event just wow an amazing amazing performance by Jorge Masvidal after getting dropped in the first with the first punch by Darren Till he rallies back and gets a stoppage against the number three welterweight in the world that just skyrockets him into the rankings something that many many people thinks he deserves be personally seen him from the street fighting days work his way all the way up to this point is pretty amazing and to still be in the game able to contend with the top elite fighters in the ufc great striker's delight match of course so We all know how well-rounded Jorge Masvidal. The thing is, we know everything we need to know about Jorge Masvidal. Except is a UFC championship material. That's something that we still need to discover. I've always thought that Darren Till's record was a little muddling. It seemed like he only fought, you know, regional talents in the U.K., And then suddenly he gets the cowboy fight. And then he kind of dances with Stephen Thompson. And now we're in a position where he's at the number one contender in that stretch there. Sorry, I'm a little sick. There was only really two fights there where there was true elite top five opponents and in one of them, in the case of Cowboy, he was a former lightweight. So the much smaller man. When he fought someone his size, things went well, Steven Thompson's still a little bit smaller than, him, but when he fought someone relative to his own size, things you know, let's just say he's one and one. Let's go. Let's just give him the benefit of it out there. Bahori Masvidal probably, you know, Outside of Tyra Willie, the most well-rounded fighter he's has ever fought. No disrespect to Cowboy Cerrone. Horry Masvidal has a win over it. So, with that said, when you're fighting that bigger guy, you have to land volume. And that's something that Horry Masvidal was really doing in that second round. The speed in which Horry Masvidal was at least backing him up and attempting to strike was very, very evident. And even though he had that big power, Darren Till wasn't connecting as much. And the volume and the numbers started to eclipse him and maybe put him in a position where he was a little bit more desperate than he should have been. That's something that can be worked on. He's only 26. That's something that can be fixed. And hopefully we get him back there in there sooner rather than later, maybe not in a five-round fight again, just right out of the gate. But there was more fights on this card. Before we get to the rest of the card, let's go with the post-limbs. That's right. There was another fight. Just like Bellator. Uh, I'm surprised UFC hasn't done this before. Sometimes in pay-per-view, you know, they'll throw in an extra fight or something like that. But nope. ESPN Plus, baby. We had um, Jorge Masvidal doing an interview with uh, Laura Sanko. Suddenly... He walks off camera and confronts Leon Edwards and hits him with a three-piece. Cutting his face up and leaving the stamp that that fight's not going to happen. Man, I don't know what Leon Edwards was thinking. Interview with Brett Akimoto showed that he's talking trash. Jorge Masvidal wanted to just, he said he just wanted to speak with him, but Leon Edwards puts his hands up. As a person from the same background as Horry Masvidal, you don't do that. I'm not going to, just like he said, You, you I'm not going to put myself in a position where I can get injured just because I want to be a pacifist. If you're ready to fight, I'm here to fight. Horry at basketball has always been that guy. So... Uh, ben Askren's what was waiting in the wings as well. There's a lot of options for, you know, the newly top five Jorge Masvidal. But where does he go from here? Does he get that title shot that Kamaru Usman even said he wanted? That'll be crazy. But I do think that, you know, it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world for Jorge Masvidal to get a title shot. In this weird welterweight division. Darren Till has a big name. If Kobe Covington is playing the waiting game, we now have a new pawn from Miami, Florida that we can use to get a fight booked. In the co-main event, we got Leon Rocky Edwards' gutter Nelson. Pretty controlling performance by Leon Edwards. Very explosive gutter Nelson with his grappling. Very impressive wrestling offense and defense by Leon Edwards and it just seemed to be a reflection of the rest of the card just you know um small moments but a long drawn out decision but big moment by Leon Edwards with an elbow that dropped gutter Nelson um maybe fractured his, uh, an, an orbit or something in his face. He had a huge—his face swelled up almost immediately. But Gunnar Nelson did have a big um, moment in the third round getting mount. but Leon Edwards played it safe and took that split decision home with him somehow. Someone gave the, the fight to Gunnar Nelson even though he got dropped. Even with the old rules, I don't know how that's possible. But, you know, it is what it is. Leon Edwards takes his claim. He said he he wants the winner of the main event. Hopefully, he can get that, or maybe um, Aleski Dos Santos. You know, both are you know relatively the same level of name value. High stakes light heavyweight match between Volkan Ozdemir and Dominic Reyes. Pretty good distance control by Dominic Reyes. Um, inside work was always good by Volkan Ozdemir. Um, very, you know, so-so performance by both opponents, ended up going to a decision where it could truly go either way, and it went in the way with the undefeated fighter, Dominic Reyes. Aaron Hawaii made a big point that now we have this, kind of like a, I don't know, we could do a tournament kind of. We got Corey Anderson, Tiago Santos, Johnny Walker. And now, Volkan Ozdemir went down to Dominic Reyes, so I would honestly, considering the fact that the fight could have went either way, I think that Dominic Reyes is too much of a threat for Johnny Walker, and so is Corey Anderson, so. We can leave him out of the equation, so it leaves us with those three. Undefeated looks good going against John Jones. So, put Dominic Reyes in a tight eliminator. Other notable fights, Nathaniel Wood getting an impressive submission win against the shrieking Jose Quinones. He basically just rolled up four fights that we might have needed to have in the UFC to prove that he's beyond the regional stage, all up in one. Very dominant, very impressive. Jose Keano' just looked like he had nothing for him. Very impressive fighter coming out of Liverpool. Hopefully we can get him into a bigger fight later on in the year. Bantamweight is just so hot right now. He could just go anywhere from here. Uh, Molly McCann showing that she's not a can, or at least a can crusher. Um, taking out Priscilla Cachoeira, who did have a moment with a big shot just almost closing the eye of Molly McCann getting the fight ended. But Perseverance got that doctor out of there. Molly McCann picks up her first victory in the UFC and the first ever female UK fighter to get a win in the UFC. Other notable fights on that main card. Claudio Silva getting the verbal submission out of nowhere against Daniel Roberts. Was dynamic on her feet and was getting out of most of the submissions on the ground. It was en route to a a pretty impressive victory, but could not keep his mouth shut. Hannibal doesn't like the lamb's quiet, I guess. Claudio Silver improves a thirteen, um, um, a, improves his twelve fight win streak to thirteen in that shark tank of a welterweight division. Man, Danny Roberts got to be heartbroken, heartbreak for him. Two dragons, Welsh dragons, fight each other. John Phillips versus Jack Marshman. Um, decision by Marshman. Big moment by Phillips, who allowed Marshman to get back up after a big knockdown in the first round. What a mistake. So, so hilarious. He bowed for him in everything just to get decisioned. And that's what happens. When a guy has a game plan, stick to it, and it works. It was working. He was moving, shuffling, getting out of there, not getting hit. And let's get real. That's what you got to do in the UFC when you get fighting the bomber. Man, great card. Overall, it's just one of those UK cards, you know. It's what we've come to expect from a card in Europe. I do want to give a shout out to the guys who fought back to get into victory just like Claudia Silva, Mark DiCasey coming from a three fight skid defeating Joe Duffy and not by knockout or slick submission by unanimous decision. the man motherfucking Mike Grundy coming back beating Nad Nirmani by TKO, again no commonwealth grappling needed in this one. Just two big performances by people that needed them. Also, big performances by by Arnold Allen, Triple A, getting another win in the UFC, just stacking them up, dominating Jordan Rinaldi over three rounds. And also, motherfucking Dan Ige coming out, getting another quick one for Hawaii. Stand up, brothers. Great card overall. Again, we have a lot of key. Fighters on this card, winners, who are moving up in the division at a rapid pace. So, at least these European cards are now producing more and more viable stars to come in to more high-profile fights. Before, it was McRandall making his UFC debut, but now we have some real talent that's getting built on these cards. So, I appreciate that from the UFC, and... Let the good times roll with Thompson and Pettis next week. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. K-E-E-P underscore G-U-D underscore K-E-E-F-E. Keep good. Keep on Twitter for Punchy Panda content. Love everybody. Keep me in good spirits. You guys stay healthy. You guys stay in good spirits. And we're going to let these fights keep rolling. The month of March is March Madness. And it keeps coming with more and more great fights. And I hope you guys will join me. Thank you guys. And always, punch up.